This episode is sponsored by Clinic Concierge. Are you tired of wasting time in a doctor's office for routine care? Then you need Clinic Concierge, providing aesthetic services as well as urgent and primary care services right in your home. Check out their website at clinicconcierge.com or call them at 214-502-5444 and you can find them on Instagram at Clinic Concierge. Clinic Concierge, the healthcare experts that come to you. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today is Nellie's birthday. Woo! Woohoo! I just ate a cake. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, we have cake pops in here today because I wasn't sure what Nellie liked, so I just guessed, and it seems to be a success. It's a success. I love them. <laughs> so we're recording this a week before it's going to air, so we'll probably switch back and forth between talking like it's today and like it's next week. <laughs> so what are your plans for your birthday? Um, well, I have a film crew in my house oh. shooting a docu-series for AMC, so that's really oh. what my birthday's about That's this week. That's exciting. Yeah. So it's fun and, you know, it's work, but um, but I don't mind. So it's yeah. all work. You're recording here, then you're going home to all that. Yeah, but the problem is then I'm I'm going away for a month. So we had to shove it in. Yeah. Where are you going? Tell me again. Okay. So we're going to the Hamptons and I have a girls week out there with my kindergarten moms from UP. Very nice. Uh, and then I'm going to Europe with Charles and Chris. Yeah, that sounds so great. You know, mm-hmm. so many people are over there right now. Like, I feel like London has become the new seaside. It's true. It's the new... Uh-oh. Like, tell you right, too. You're going to run into um, people, I bet. I'm sure I will. No, yeah. I, and I told Martha, by the way, I'm so excited because my friend created Heather's The Musical based on the movie. And so that's in London at the time. So we're going to get front row seats and get to go backstage. She's so that's, like, exciting. The VIP treatment. Yes. I mean, that sounds awesome. And yeah. to have that opportunity and meet the actors and see what goes on back there, that's really really cool. Well, and to have teenagers as we do, oh, like yeah. that's what the Heather's mu- musical is about. It's about high school, how horrible it can be. Now, you know? you, now will Charles be impressed by all the, the extras you're getting, the VIP treatment? I think he always is. He's always like, you know, you know, wide-eyed about things like, oh my God, that's great. <laughs> that's so, so yeah, cool. So. Um, my kids don't really express a lot of emotion, so I'm not sure that I would know. <laughs> if they, one would probably show a little bit of excitement. The other one would be like, you wouldn't be able to tell uh, what was uh, going on. Yeah. So yeah. you just never know. No, you never know. So that's my summer. What's going on with you? The kids left for camp. Yeah, what we, are you doing we got on your off own? to Sorry. kind of a slow start because they always go to the second session of camp. And so there's not a lot of opportunity beforehand to go do anything. So we just kind of chill the first couple of weeks. And then they're gone for two weeks at camp. And um, I'm just staying behind again, mm-hmm. just doing my own thing at home. and Cleaning out the garage. Well, it's too hot to do that. <laughs> Inside projects right okay. now. That'll have to wait till the fall. But that does need to be addressed. So. Martha gets very OCD when the kids are away. I know. It's like I go on a rampage. Well, I can't focus when anyone's in my house, like I was telling you earlier. Yeah. Like, I literally, I can't be productive. Yeah. It's like home. your office. You need some quiet. I know. I know. For real. <laughs> so we have a lot to catch up on today and a lot to talk about about the neighborhood. And then Nellie is going to give us some recommendations for her TV shows. So what's going on in the neighborhood? I've been so surprised at the traffic. Me too. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. Because usually the bubble is so fun to drive around during Mm -hmm. the summer because Mm -hmm. everyone evacuates, which they have. So I don't know who all these cars are. Well, I've noticed the groceries kind of full too. Yeah. Like it's not empty yet. So I don't think people have left yet. You know? I just keep seeing on Facebook and Instagram people on vacations. 
They, yeah. There's well, some people all that have I know is some good ones. I can't over. find parking in Snyder Plaza. Right? So I think it like well, it has I think July and August are much more dead because I think people want to avoid the heat. Well, oh yeah. They yeah, that's when Texans really like to get out of here. I would really be up for Colorado. Yeah. That exactly. sounds heavenly right now. So Peggy Sue's is finally open for dinner. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Kelly let us know that it's now open from four to eight thirty. So go up there and get some barbecue. Okay, that actually sounds really good. Have you been yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. He just opened a couple of days ago. Well, I mean, it's such a staple in the neighborhood. It's nice to have them back. Yeah. So, yeah, they're out of um, New York Sub at 3411 Asbury. Cool. Nice. And have you been to the new steakhouse? I have. I've been to the Douglas a couple of times. It's in Snyder Plaza, literally next to CVS. And it was really good. I really mm-hmm. liked it. They're mm-hmm. doing a great job. Is it pretty inside? Yeah, it's okay. nice. It's yeah. um, it's so nice to have another option. I mean, we've had the mm-hmm. same staples in Snyder Plaza for so long, so it's really nice to have something new to look forward to. Well, I've tried it a couple times, but they're closed on Monday and Tuesday. Oh, really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Huh. Okay, and so what else is happening, Martha? There's been a lot of bobcat sightings. In the neighborhood. That's never good. Which really creeps me out, especially for people that have little pets in the backyard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, same with the the, uh, coyotes. Like in L.A., our coyotes would grow them small. And then in this neighborhood, they're literally like German shepherd size, (laughs) which means they could totally eat us. Oh, I know. Not just little babies and dogs. So it's funny. It seems like these animals kind of go in cycles. And I haven't heard any coyote reports in a while. It's moved on to bobcats. But then I saw a picture of this ringtail feline thingy. Look at this picture. How would you describe that? Something that lives in my backyard. (laughs) It looks like a a raccoon tail. It looks like an albino raccoon. Maybe it's a combo (laughs) between a cat and a raccoon. Yes. Which could happen in our neighborhood. What would you name that? A cat raccoon combo. Oh. Cacoon. <laughs> I didn't want to say. <laughs> Cacoon. So, okay, we've got cacoons now in the neighborhood. Cacoons. It's, it's a new species. Cacoons. Um, indicative of the park cities. Yes, it is. Right? So you can only find it in the park cities, and uh, you'll soon be seeing fur coats made out of them. <laughs> Cocoons. <laughs> it's all the rage. Cocoons. Cocoons. <laughs> but anyways, I've never seen whatever that thing is. I've never seen anything like that. I have not either. Yeah. I mean, so. I think so in my front yard, but really, I just think we have weird cats that live in our yard. <laughs> We do. We have a lot of cats that I know. are not ours. At any given time, there's feral cats in the alleys and mm-hmm. everything. Ours have been gone for a while, though. I think they there's a lady that comes out and relocates them. To well, we have the black cat nice. who perpetually walks in front of our front door and gives me the creeps. Okay, yes. He's been in my alley. You know, mm-hmm. we only live one block apart. Um, and I'm like, don't cross, don't cross, don't cross. And he crosses in front of me. I'm exactly. Like, Damn it, there's okay. some more bad luck. Thanks. Yeah, now, I'm, now I think it's good luck because it happens every day. I'm like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you have to have a good attitude about that. <laughs> so you've been watching some really good TV shows, you said. Well, I have because <laughs> I've been binging. So, um, so just because I've been so busy with work, like the only time I have private time is late at night on my iPad. Private time? Yes. <laughs> private time, late at night on my iPad. So when I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. to do homework or whatever. Um, so I started watching The Flight Attendant. Have you seen it? No, tell With me Kelly all about Kiko. it. Oh, my God, I love it. It's such a nutty show. Um She's a flight attendant who somehow gets mixed up with the CIA. I know it sounds ridiculous, and it is. It's almost like grown-up Nancy Drew. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's a but good it's so analogy. fun. Uh-huh. And so somebody dies, I'm not going to say who, initially, um, early on in the first season. And what happens is that person communicates with her. So it's really cool the way they do it. Like she goes back and forth from standing in front of him and he's saying, well, what do you expect? This is what happened to he's gone. So anyway, and she's so crazy and the story gets nuttier and nuttier and nuttier. And I kind of love that. 
I like that. That yeah. sounds really interesting. And Rosie it's Perez is her boss oh, or somebody who works with her. And right. she's like, she gets into trouble for selling secrets to somebody. So it's also unbelievable. And I kind of need a little bit of that right now. Yeah, I know. It's, it's good just to kind of zone out and go to a different place and, mm-hmm. and, and experience something fun that's not real. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What else do you have on your list? Well, I love Julia. Julia. Did you know who Julia Child was? Uh-huh, I mean, okay. Because I don't know if a lot of people do, but like... I sort of remember my grandma watching it, which uh-huh. is how I saw it. But yeah. I mean, it really was sort of a, I don't even know if it was black and white, but it was, it was an old timey show. Don't you think? Uh-huh. In it color? Was. Yeah, it was, it was definitely old. Yeah. Really and like, old. she would be like, hoo and cooking weird <laughs> stuff. And I don't know why. I just thought she was so funny because she was really crass. Well, just think about it. You know, there's so many cooking shows on now, but that mm-hmm. she was kind of like the OG of the cooking shows. She was the OG and she had no shame. She started in Boston and you've learned this in the show. She started in Boston at the local network paying for the show herself. Oh, that's interesting. And slowly grew. And the funny part about her was she would drop the chicken on the floor. <laughs> she would drop F-bombs. She was always, you know, she was just not a typical TV person. And I think that attracted people to her. Okay. I want to watch that. And she also was a spy, really. Truly. Seriously? Yeah. Like, what did she, who'd she spy on? Well, what you have to do? watch the show. Oh, yeah, you're going to But it's it absolutely true that she was a spy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, that's been a rumor for years, but yeah, she was a spy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So Sean has been watching this show called The Staircase, and I just couldn't get into it. Have you seen that one? I've totally been watching it, yeah. What's, what is it all about? Well, it's about Michael Peterson, a real-life person, and uh, his wife falls down the stairs and dies. So the whole thing is about, and he served eight years in prison. So the whole story is about, did he do it or did he not? But I will say, I don't know how Sean feels about this. He can always chime in from behind us. <laughs> I mean, the neighbor of theirs when they lived in Germany had the exact same accident. What? And then his wife died of that. So for now me, it's that, really hard to believe he was innocent. That sounds suspicious. It does. You know, so I don't know. I don't want to give away anything. You have to watch it. But um, what's good about the show is it really will make you think about both sides. Well, it sounds so, like it'll make you think about being near a steer- staircase when your spouse <laughs> is around. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Be careful. Didn't we both think have of it that stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. And, you know, I think at the, at the end of the day, maybe he was innocent. If he's innocent, he's still guilty of being a very self-centered human being. Yeah. And I think, you know, you can't tell how people are going to go in trials, like we just saw with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Like, you just don't know how people are going to sort of pick sides and go with the story, right? Right. Like, lawyers are like actors. Sure. They're yeah. drawing you in, yeah. right? They're telling a and story. They really, the, the ones that are good, they really know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So what else is on your radar? Okay, I love the Stanley Tucci show on CNN. It is so good. Um, Searching for Italy, it's called. And I love it because, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Italy, and my relatives are there. And um, he, first of all, this man has just gone through serious, serious cancer and almost died. Um, and he just loves life so much. Um, and is so grateful for it. It really shows in his performance. And he take, he walks you through Italian food, countryside. Like when my son was in camp in Italy, in southern Italy, south of Naples, I remember I used to drive through to go visit him. I drove through um, the mozzarella capital of Italy. Oh. And like I would <laughs> always stop and get fresh mozzarella. Uh-huh. Like it was, it was amazing. It you was like just to, right? where it came from, yeah. you know. So Stanley Tucci really takes you on a tour of Italy. And I mean, who doesn't love Italy? Oh, my gosh. I've only been once. Absolutely loved it. Would yeah. love to go back. So that sounds like something good. Like you've, you've mentioned a couple that I would definitely want to watch. Yeah. And I'm telling you, he just really gives you like a culinary tour. And, you know, I think these shows like have a purpose because – Sometimes I want to zone out when I watch TV. Sure. I don't want to turn on the news. Yeah. I don't want to think about a plot. Right. I just want to watch somebody. I mean, a lot of people love watching The Housewives. 
I would rather watch a food show and a travelogue <laughs> show. I will take... Because then I really escape. I'll take just about anything over the housewives. Those <laughs> shows stress me out so much because I cannot stand girl drama. No, I can't either. I just can't. And, and it's just so fabricated and made up just so people will watch it. Yeah. Everyone, I'd rather watch food. Everyone loves a good train wreck. They do. <laughs> So, Martha, what about you? What have you watched lately? Well, not a lot because it is. I just have ADHD, and it's really hard for me to sit still and watch anything and for it to grab my attention and make me want to sit there. But I did watch Pam and Tommy Lee. Is that what it's called? <laughs> is it Tommy and Pam, Pam and Tommy? What is? Of I, course you watch that show. I know. It's just from my time period, the 80s rocker thing, and they did a really good job of recapturing everything. The porn? The porn. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do a really good job of recapturing the porn, which basically the relationship was? There was some interesting scenes in it, for sure. Definitely don't want the kids around if you're going to watch that. I mean, weren't they the originals to do sex tapes and release them? <laughs> yeah, the OG on purpose? sex tapers. You know? Yeah. Well, in their case, it doesn't sound like they did it on purpose. It was stolen from their house. Okay, I would bet you that they paid somebody $100 to steal it from their house. $100. Well, they definitely... Steal it from our house and publish it. They definitely got a lot of publicity for it, but that's a good one if you love 80s rock like I do. Well, that's kind of fun. I mean, I do like stuff like that. I mean, talk about something you can just zone out and just exactly. does not have exactly. a deep-rooted plot. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to focus too hard on that one. Well, two new shows that I'm dying to see that I thought were really interesting. And yes, I'm putting my glasses on. <laughs> we all have uh, to now. <laughs> um, one is called Minx on HBO Max. And Minx. it's about a major 70s fashion moment uh, when these women start a magazine and it's like a, it's like a dirty, naked magazine of men. Oh. Which I think sounds really fun. Yeah, like a women's hustler. Yeah, like exactly like women's hustler. <laughs> That's like the really raunchy one, right? Clearly, Sean likes hustler. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. And the other show I haven't watched is or, or Blake. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh god. The other one I haven't watched is The Offer, all about the making of The Godfather. Yeah. And I mean, I'd always heard this. Like they didn't want them to make the story and threaten them because they didn't want the mob to be seen in a bad light. The real mob. Yeah. Was... So it's called The Offer because The Offer almost didn't go through. Oh, that is so interesting. Yeah. I love The Godfather. Yeah, I do too. And I, I just, that's on Paramount Plus. But um, just the idea, think about it. I mean, in the end, I think The Mob came off looking good because then you followed it up with Goodfellas and Casino and movies like that that very much, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Not dramatized, but you know what I mean. They made, they Glam- made the glamorized. Thank you. They glamorized the mob. You know. Yeah, you're right. That was kind of the original one to kick it off, and it just it made you so interested and fascinated about how it all works. And then they just went off and made all sorts of other movies. Well, they did. It's like I was at Red Sticks maybe a month ago, and, and it was before Easter, so a couple months ago. And, and the Chris, mob was there. No, seriously. <laughs> so a friend of Uno's who owns it was like, I can't tell you about my job. I can't tell you what I... And so you had this very fascinating story where we don't know, but Chris and I were like, I think he's in the mob. Like, he just... He wouldn't give us too many details, and he kept telling us stories, and he knew a lot of people that I know from New York who sort of run the Jacob Javits Center, which, you know, is very corrupt. You know, just people... All of a sudden, I was like, I th- I'm pretty sure. So, so... And then we invited him to Easter at our house, and he never showed up. Uh-oh. Is he still alive? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm sure he's still alive. But like, and, you know, it's just, it was just sort of a weird encounter, but I'm pretty sure just from what he said, you know, because he wouldn't answer any questions. Well, that kind of reminds me of the chapter in your book that you talked about the mob mm-hmm. and, and your driver mm-hmm. and all that. That's 
totally ties in. You know what, people, you need to read Nellie's book. If you're looking for something to do this summer, you need to read it. You really do. It's called 50 Moments, Faking It, Making It, and Taking It in Hollywood as a Working Actor. And you can get it on Amazon. And trust me, guys, it is such a beach read. It's it's a two-hour read, you know, sitting on the beach That's laughing. Perfect. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not rocket science. Okay, I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> I didn't write rocket science. <laughs> she shares some really good stories from her time in Hollywood. So highly recommend it. <laughs> oh my God, Martha, I can't stop coughing. I think it's allergies. Okay, yes, it is allergies. Everybody has been complaining about it. I don't care who I run into. They're all like, oh, my eyes are burning. I'm coughing. I'm just constantly clearing my throat. I'm the same way. Yeah. And I was driving a couple of days ago and I noticed that the skies were just really hazy. And I thought, because we have so many new people here, that we're, our air was turning into LA air. And that I is was, hilarious. I was having this It's rant. their fault. I was having this rant in my head, like, all these freaking people moving here, and all these cars are causing pollution. And then I see on a news channel that it's actually storms in Africa, the Sahara Desert. This dust traveled five to 7,000 miles and lands in North Texas. Apparently it happens every year. Wow, that's really weird and that makes sense because I literally feel like I'm breathing in something from Beijing. You know, like something like <laughs> You know? Yeah. But well, I love that you blame the Los Angelinos because that makes me laugh. That was really rude, wasn't it? We're all the PC people who are moving to Texas and Texas is like, go ahead, pollute the air, have a gun. And like you're going to blame the Los Angelinos. Okay, it was my own personal rant and my own little head and my own car by myself that I just shared on our podcast. <laughs> But I'm glad it's not air pollution. So yeah. Hopefully it will blow out of here pretty soon. Exactly. Uh, so with all these shows coming out, we need a man's perspective. And I think Sean's the perfect person because you always say all he does is sit around and watch TV, right? He does. He all does. day? Like, I mean, all day? Every day? <laughs> well, he's at work most days. <laughs> but after work, you can count on him to be in his dad chair. Sean, come over here and tell us about your TV shows. Oh, great. This, this would probably be like a whole nother episode. Well, yeah, of course. Well, you know. I don't sit around all day and just watch TV. What? I actually do work, and every once in a while I have to get up and use the bathroom. So it's not all the time, but, you know, it's close enough. So so what do you want to know, ladies? What do you want to know about TV? Well, you and I watched WeWork. I kind of forgot about that We earlier. crashed. Oh, well, it was about the office space we work. Yeah, it was great, actually. What? It was on Hulu, so it's the story of the startup uh, in New York City uh, that became one of the the, the largest um, uh, renting company in uh, New York. Basically, they had more property under management than any other New York for firm, even bigger than Chase was, and they raised billion dollars, and they were going to be valued at $60 billion, and it was this big thing until they realized that the two people that found well, really, the primary founder just were basically over their head. They were overvaluing the company, and it went crashing down. Andrew and Newman. It was, it was really quite an interesting story. But they were really trying to say, no, we weren't a office rental company. We're a lifestyle company. And so they were getting <laughs> lifestyle valuations for what essentially was shared office space. So it was a good story, actually. But is this a reality show? No, it, well, it's a docudrama, right? Okay, so got it's it. a docudrama. And then the other one, of course, that I really liked was The Dropout about Theranos and uh, the Holmes character, uh, the company she started in Silicon Valley. You know the story of that one? No. Mm -mm. So she raised, uh, I think, $700 million, and George Schultz was a big uh, advisor and investor in the company. And um, basically, they were saying that they could take a drop of your blood and be able to figure out all oh. everything about you 
from that drop of blood. And it turns out the technology was not what it was promised. And they ended up going bankrupt and took a lot of very famous people who invested in them. Uh, people like Henry Kissinger and George Schultz, as I mentioned, and even uh, Jim Mathis. Um, I mean, just all these kind of marquee people uh, ended up crashing down with them on this investment. So, and she went to jail, right? Uh, well, she was no, convicted, she's no? been convicted. I don't think she's in jail yet, but she was definitely convicted. Uh, basically for lying to the investors. So Well, she looks know. a little crazy. I've seen her on the news, and she looks <laughs> a little crazy. <laughs> no, she does, well, though. you have to become she, crazy. She, I mean, I you do. Both, you do. I think both those shows really illustrate that founders of startups – are a little crazy. I mean, you yeah. kind of have to be because mm -hmm. if you were sane, you wouldn't look at the world in, in a different way, right? I mean, you'd so want to you'd stay in that proverbial box, that's as yes. they always say. Yes, and it, right. you do have to be a little crazy to hop out of that box. That's exactly right. So I, I, I don't think being a little crazy or a little off is a bad thing. It's at some point, though, you have to get real. And I think people who spend their time dreaming of a new world have a hard time with, you know, dreaming of what the world is like right now. Yeah. So, it is something that I think is really fascinating, and I love those stories because I know a lot about Theranos and WeWork, and so they were absolutely good binge-watching. And then another one I really got into late, apparently, um, but was that show uh, Bosch. Uh, that has your friend on it, right? Uh, Titus Welliver. Yeah. 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 So Titus, and it's a great show. I had never heard of it. It's on Prime, but it's like seven seasons. Really good crime drama. I mean, really good crime drama. So that's a lot of fun. And then I, you know, the nice thing about all these stations now is that shows that have been around forever, you can you know, hear about and start catching up on. So the other one that I'm really uh, uh, digging is uh, one called Orville, uh, The Orville. Uh, by the brothers? Seth MacFarlane, the guy who created Family Guy. Oh, it's sorry. kind of a, okay. a space comedy, and it's really quite good. Actually. Oh, that looks good. I walk by and I see watching that. I thought it was Star Trek. Well, Seth MacFarlane <laughs> is such a, an attractive guy. And he's so funny and crass, and he's just a he's a great to see on the screen. But the uh, show that he created was really quite funny. So. That's kind of what I'm watching, ladies. That's what Father's Day is about, to catch up on all of this. So. Okay, Nellie, did you hear how many TV shows he just reeled yes, off? Yes, I did. Tell me he's not sitting in that chair all day. How do you have time to watch all that stuff, right? <laughs> no. That's Agreed. A, that's, Agreed. You're logging a lot of hours there. You can say that you're not, but you really are. Yeah, well, you should see who I'm married to. <laughs> you got to keep yourself distracted somehow, I guess. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> So no, that's about it. So yeah, it's kind of funny. I like. I always think about men. You know, men versus women, and you know, whatever it is, it's like it doesn't matter if you work or you don't work. I feel like women just sort of carry the most of the children. Yes, it's not. I'm not saying sure. that we do everything. I'm just saying we kind of do, and, and it makes me laugh because like Chris will get up when he wants to, and then he'll go to the gym when he wants to, and then he'll go to the office when he wants to, and I always feel like. Damn, I got you know I got to be up at five. Charles has got to be ready. I have his breakfast ready, so he's out the door and he's running. Even in summer school right now, you know he's in summer school for three weeks, and literally his day starts at six a.m. and ends at four p.m. Oh wow, that's a long day. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, just think about this: when we go out of town on a girls' trip, you mentioned you're having a girls' trip coming up at the Hamptons. All the steps that we have to like button up before we leave town. I know. And when our husbands leave, they're just like peace out. Yes, you know they they don't do anything exactly. to prepare. No, they really don't. They really don't. It's like, uh, 
Yeah, I have a friend who's so mad at her husband because he's just on guy trips like every weekend right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, he's on another fishing trip. Okay. Oh my gosh, how many fish can you catch? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Does he bring the fish home? I don't know. I didn't even ask that. She was so mad. I didn't have time. Okay, we went fishing <laughs> over Christmas in Cabo, and we caught two really big tuna. I mean. By we, I mean Sean and Blake each caught one. Mm-hmm. And so we brought the fish home, and our whole freezer's filled with it. And we That's I, amazing. We need to eat that, Sean. <laughs> yes. You need to have a, a tuna party. But poor Alexa. Tuna party. She, she got so traumatized because she saw them gaff it and pull it in, and there was blood everywhere, and she screamed her head off. And she's like, I can never eat tuna again. Like, she is just so disgusted. I could never watch that. And it's like, my husband will send me pictures. I'm sorry, guys out there. But like, you know, he's in the medical industry. He's in surgeries. They're doing cadaver labs. He literally will send me pictures Saturday of a leg, like just a leg oh, on a no. table and said, good morning. I would freak out. I could not see that. And you know what I said to him? I said, I picture that foot in the sand and like seaside. And like, you know, like I picture all those stories. Why are you sending this stuff to me? <laughs> that could be a good book. Like mm-hmm. you just make up. All sorts of stories of what happened with the person that owned the leg. Exactly. Right? <laughs> what or a shoulder. I mean, he sends me all kinds of gross stuff. Oh, and my It's not gosh. funny to me. Chris is <laughs> a sick man. He is a sick man. Okay. Well, I think that just about does it for the bubble today. We've covered it all. <clears throat> we have. Once you cover your husband, you've covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached our limit in the bubble lounge today. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time.